my lovely people. Welcome to another episode of Creative Abnormality. And today we're going to talk about fear of being stuck. Fear of being held back and threatened by somebody who is in our life. It can also be ourselves. Sometimes we hold ourselves back. We have blindfolds on ourselves and our hands are tied and we think we can't get out of a situation, but we can always find a way to untie ourselves. I am here to let you know that nothing is forever, that nothing is impossible. You may feel like in a situation that you can't get out of. For all I know, people are threatening you. People are putting you down saying, this is never going to work. Or if you leave, XYZ is going to happen. And I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter what they say. Because no contract that man-made. I don't care what contract that you're in. I don't care if you blood contracted with somebody, like as far as, you know, the blood contract. I don't even know, blood brother contract. And you cut yourself and two people mix the blood and now you have some kind of like spiritual, occultic relationship. Nothing is impossible to get out of okay there are times where you have to be strategic uh, excuse me strategic to get out of situations I'm even convinced that people can get out of gangs I'm convinced and I'm talking about with the supernatural power of the universe if you are guidedly protected and divinely protected Even God can hide someone or make a way where everything just falls apart. All chains just chains completely fall off. And this is just an example because something really scary could be, let's say, a relationship somebody's in and they're in a bad, toxic relationship and the the, the one partner is threatening the other individual that they are going to kill them or take away their money if they leave. So the person sometimes feels bound to stay with them because they don't want to be broke. They don't want to be hurt. They don't want all the information because it could be that somebody has leverage on them or has yeah, or is blackmailing them. If you do this, then I'm going to expose this from you, of you. But that's no way to live, to be bound by these people or this person. Because obviously this person is afraid of something or they wouldn't be trying to hold you back. And an example of being able to get out in the way God can help you get out of a serious situation is in a supernatural way, in a way that you may not even understand. Things can happen. 
it, it, God can work on people's hearts where if you're in a tough situation where that person either ends up disappearing off of the face of the earth so it doesn't matter anymore so whatever contract you made just falls apart or the person wakes up one morning and doesn't care anymore and is like oh yeah i threatened that person i threatened her i was going to kill her but i don't care anymore like completely turns their focus on somebody else And our job is not to figure out how the universe is going to have our back and support us. Because that's too confusing. We don't know how. We don't understand certain aspects of alchemy. Just like things can be bent. Things can be changed. You know, there's people on this earth who can manipulate energy. I mean, I'm not there yet. I mean, yeah, I'm not there yet. Yet is the word. I'm practicing, but it is possible. So, but I'm saying we already know that God and his angels, they they can already do that because they don't even live in our dimension. So it's not up to us to figure out How are we going to exactly get out of this situation? Or if we do find a plan, how's it really going to come together? How, what's going to happen after I get out? What's this going to happen? What is this person going to think? All that doesn't matter because we can't comprehend anyways. We can't even comprehend that atoms have spaces in between each other. Like, you look at your hand. You think it's solid. It's not solid. Energy can come through it because the atoms are vibrating, but they're vibrating so close together. And atoms can change different forms. So that's what I was trying to say. Nothing is stuck. Anything can blow through those atoms and completely destroy the situation that you're in. Any chain can be broken. So stop thinking that something is too damn late. It ain't over till it's over. If you're still on this earth and you're still breathing, okay, then there is still a chance to fix and do what it is that you need to do to be happy. And and if you're afraid of a financial situation, right? Because if you leave a certain situation, then you may not be financially stable. That's a damn lie, okay? You may, for a little bit, um, have to be resourceful, with your income but who the hell says that you're not going to make more you probably will make more when you leave a certain situation because you won't be so down on yourself you won't be so damn depressed hang around these people that don't care about you because they're mean to you and because they're not supporting you they may just be holding on to you and gaslighting you lying to you to the point where you end up lying to yourself 
and you're embracing low vibrations. Of course you feel like crap. Of course you can't make more money while you're in the situation that you're in because the environment, the people that you're around, they are not supportive to your soul, to your happiness. So yeah, keep if if you stay in this situation, yeah, you can make money in a certain way or live a certain way, but if you want to be happy, there's actually a chance that you could even make more money because you will have time away from stress, time away from negative people and situations, and you can just focus on yourself and focus on your dreams. Like money is not everything. Money is a lot because money helps us get things done. But sometimes just taking care of yourself and, and, and this is an example for me. Okay, I was working at a really good high-paying job, right? Made lots of money. I was making a lot of money and then never freaking saw the damn money because I was so stressed out, so I wasn't managing my money right. I was so stressed out, I was either eating out or buying this, spending this, hanging out with the wrong people, making wrong decisions, buying stuff that I needed for that instant because I was so depressed I needed to buy this and paying maybe bills late and getting a late fee because I'm so stressed out. And it's a lot of people say that. They say that when you're in a stressful, unhappy situation and you make a lot of money, you sometimes don't even freaking see that money compared to when you're making half the amount of money that you made before, all of a sudden you got extra money in your account. Why? Because you're less stressed. That's what happened to me. Okay, I purposely got rid of a certain job, right? And I'm not saying that I don't want to make a lot of money because I do want to make a lot of money. I'm just saying I noticed that I had way, I'm, I just came to realization like, what the hell? Like I wasted all these damn years slaving in this corporate world, made more than a lot of um single moms make but because I'm unhappy things started negatively happening meaning that because of my low vibration I get in a car accident if I'm in a car accident then I have to take vacation days or I start losing stuff or the dishwasher breaks now I gotta repair it just just crappy things started happening because of my low excuse me oh, I'm sorry I'm tired um because of my low vibration just shit started happening like flat tires and all of a sudden like one tire blows out have to pay a hundred dollars then all of a sudden three days later another tire blows out then a few weeks later then a nail goes into my tire and it's just like never-ending freaking situations because I'm stressed because I'm not focusing I'm driving on the wrong streets that may not be good for my car or my tires or I ordered the wrong type of tire because I wasn't thinking all I'm saying is you may think 
that where you are is great right now just because you are getting paid lots of money. But are you really living your life? Like, okay, so let's say you got $7,000, right? And I, I'm saying this because I have some, I know people um, who are mus- musicians and they, when you are a musician, you have to, like, when you go out and you're around celebrities, like, you have to match. Like, if you go out to dinner, like, if somebody pays for you, okay, next time you have to pay them. So, yeah, you're making money as a music- musician. But then you never see your damn money because the people you hang around with, you have to like spend like $4,000 on a freaking lunch with another celebrity. So it's like a status that you're trying to hold. So if you, let's say you just made $7,000. But the people that you hang around with and you're constantly giving your money to other people just so they can accept you because you're inviting them, you're throwing parties, you're doing this for them, you're doing that for them you end up having not as much as you could have had. You could have probably had the same 7000 All I'm saying is you could have had the same $7,000. And instead of giving 4000 away on bullshit, you probably would have only spent $1,000 and would have still had $6,000 to yourself because you wouldn't be stressed out. Because instead of buying your friend... um. I'm not going to say buying your friend. I'm saying instead of paying your friend's mortgage because you're you want to be cool because you want to help somebody else out in the detriment of yourself, like you're injuring yourself, giving somebody else paying their mortgage, $2,000 mortgage, instead of having boundaries and saying, no, like I'm not giving somebody to. $2,000, even if this person is never my friend ever again. So let's say this person says, okay, oh, I need your help. I really need your help. Can you please pay me my um, my mortgage for me or my rent? And then you say, I'm sorry, I can't this time. And that person flips out and then they disappear from your life and they're like, well, I'm never talking to you again. And you're like, okay, bye. I mean, see you later. Then you um sorry then you end up having that $2000 and yes you know what that you may be alone for a little while because that friend who was only really there for you because you had nice things and they just want to be around and hang out around your fame or around you because you're popular or you're cool and they just want to be around you but they don't give a damn and they're just sucking all your damn money from you and you're trying to keep up with the joneses if you just put that wall up and say no and be okay with being alone by yourself all of a sudden somebody else comes along who's a friend who you can hang out with that doesn't need your damn money or gives you money. I hope I'm making sense. I, I, I hope I'm making sense. What I'm saying is your life, the fears that you have, false evidence appearing real, are not worth 
the stress. Meaning, hold on, the fears. No, which one is greater, the stress or the fear? Because the stress that you're going through is stressful and you're making a lot of money or you're living in, in certain places that are amazing. What I'm saying is you can do the same thing even if you get out of these stressful situations. You can leave. This may be, you know, if somebody wants to leave a job. You can leave your job and sometimes make just as much money getting a job that pays less, but you're actually happy because you're not stressed the hell out and you're not around negative people, then you could working at that place. Why? Because if you're in a positive mood, then positive things start happening to you. You may walk down the street and find $300 laying there. You may go and want to buy that couch and all of a sudden it's 75% off. I mean, these are just little things. I'm just saying when you're in a better, high vibrational mood, more positive things start happening or you're thinking more clearly. So the tires that you bought, you actually had time to research and find tires on sale versus going last minute right after work, just getting the most expensive tires, but then realizing you got some kind of city tire and then they pop and then you forgot to get the roadside or the, the tire protection versus being relaxed, getting your coffee, um, looking for deals, a sale, and then adding that extra protection and then you're not even dealing with no damn stress. But could you really look for a coupon? Do you really have time looking for a coupon, dealing with these assholes that you're dealing with every single day that are taking your money or taking your work, taking time away from yourself, taking time away from your family, taking time away from having a loving relationship with a, with another individual. So you would rather be by your damn self, have all this money, have all these leeches around you, than enjoy your life and drink margaritas at the beach, play some, I don't say poker, I don't even play poker, I don't know. Maybe you like poker or play some chess or go golfing or play some video games with some friends versus dealing with these weirdos like why not take that money instead of dealing with assholes why not take that money get your best friend or get the man or woman that you love and fly to japan or alaska or australia instead like get rid of these assholes and fly to freaking australia and go look at the kangaroos and visit the aborigines aboriginals over there well, I don't know if they would actually let you because we carry so many diseases and they're so pure. Um, I don't know if you can, but I'm sure they have like museums and stuff you can go look at over in Australia. Um, yeah, they are actually like the original people over in Australia and they still, they call them, they live in the bush or whatever. They, they, they um, are native and they're dark, they're black, and then they have like blondish hair, really beautiful people. Um, okay, but anyways, 
right now I'm kind of I honestly lost my train of thought I'm sorry I didn't have like my little notebook in step one you know a step two b step three like right now you know I do plan on doing some of those sessions where I am more focused on what I'm trying to say but me I'm a spiritual person and I connect with the divine so I'm going to say things that help individuals out it may not be today it could be tomorrow or maybe somebody else that they know that's going through this for the people that come to my podcast you know so for whoever who is led to this podcast this is a word something you are able to pick up and put into your life it may not be the whole conversation it may not be the whole episode but it could be one or two things or it could be somebody that you meet tomorrow and then you have this information to tell them they're stuck in a situation. They don't know how to get out of it. You know? I don't know what... There's so many situations that can even be life or death. It could be situations where somebody has leverage on you and says, if you leave me or if you do this and that, I'm going to expose you. When I expose you, you're going to go to jail. And you're going to lose all your money. And you're going to lose your children. But what I'm saying is, there is a way out. You may have to create a strategic plan to get out. But what it is, is taking that first step. And that first step is making that mindset and, let, and knowing I am not a prisoner. You are not a prisoner to any freaking fucking contract. Sorry, I'm cussing. I don't care if they threaten you. Do you hear me? Let them threaten you. If they threaten you, ignore them. Meaning that just know that they're just quack, quack, quack. Like literally when they're in their face and they're like, yeah, try to leave. Try to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like they're all like big in front of you and they're all like, trying to tell you this stuff just look at them or just close your eyes and think about you laying at the beach like just don't even listen i mean yeah maybe hard you may cry because they may say some mean things on top of that and that's okay if you can ignore them ignore them if not just sit there let that tear roll down your face when they're done get the hell away from them cry and then get yourself together after you cry and figure out a way to get out and start believing and praying. Start start saying, I'm going to get out of this situation. And you know what you do is you envision yourself out of this situation. And the way you do it, let's say somebody has some kind of blackmailing leverage on you. Like they know you did something. I mean, we all have done something bad, okay? And that's why God forgives us. He forgives anybody, okay? I'm not condoning murder here, but even if... You accidentally ran over somebody. Okay, this is really hard for some people to maybe to hear. But even if you accidentally rode over somebody, like drove, and you don't know if that person is alive or not, or you know that person didn't make it, and you your friend knows you did it, and they're saying, well, if you don't give me this money, if you don't become my slave then I'm going to expose this information about you, okay? And I'm not saying go turn your 
you know, I don't I don't know your situation. I'm not here telling you to turn yourself in or not turn yourself in, you know, get an attorney for that. I'm just saying, let's say you decide not to turn yourself in because you just don't and you just want to move on with your life. You just want to forget it. OK. I don't know why I use murder. That's kind of I mean, hey, it could be. I mean, it could be as small as as robbing a bank or that's big. But I'm just saying or. I don't know, lying on the application with your credit. Now the IRS is like coming after you because instead of using a social security number to get that apartment, you used that CPN number or something. There's some kind of number that's like a fake social security that some people use. Um, and if that other person is trying to threaten you, it could even be a parent okay that says if you don't pay me rent then i'm going to call social services on your child and take away your kids same thing it could be a, a lover a significant other who can say that about you and try to threaten you what i'm saying is what you do the first steps is to recognize that you're not bound to anything this is your world and you can create it however you want to. But what you need to do is raise your vibration and slowly move away from the environment that you're in. Slowly, okay? I mean, if it's a, a serious situation and you know somebody's gonna come home tomorrow and beat you, then you may need to leave today. But I'm just saying, if you have time, then you slowly move away. And then one step you take another step and then eventually three steps and then all of a sudden you're down the road and then the next thing you know it, you're like at the other side of the country or even in another country. So you do step by step. But another thing, let's, let me go back because I think I got off track. So if somebody knows something about you and they're trying to blackmail you, where you start and, and you feel trapped in your chain, the way to get unchained by using the law of attraction is to f envision your that feeling for at least 17 seconds. They say 17 seconds starts the process, the beginning process of creating something in the universe, matter. 17 seconds at least start envisioning yourself not with your heart too and feel how it feels to be free like imagine you 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 um imagine feeling that feeling of your friend like completely disappearing from the face of the earth like they all of a sudden got a job in like Tibet, I'm saying that, like in the mountains of Tibet because it's so far away from where we are right now. Let's say they, or they just wanted to become a monk, okay? And you're like, okay, two days ago, this guy threatened me, he was gonna kill me. Or they were gonna tell on me for this that I did, this crime that I committed, or the homework that I forged, or the lease that I forged, you know, and I'm in deep shit and this can ruin my life. I've changed my life. I want to be a better person. But 
you they're holding this over you you know they're not being right either by doing this because they're trying to create um some kind of slave system with you and it doesn't even have to be as big as killing somebody it could be somebody knows you're selling drugs i don't know or somebody knows you're smoking pot i don't know what it is but whoever this will fit you have to fit it into your situation everybody's situation is going to be different okay i mean for all i know is you you took you you lied to your dad and took all your um your mother who passed away and you took all her like funeral money or or it's not even let's say okay let's say you took away you lied to your dad and your mom's sick in the hospital and you took all the money that they're going to need for the burial because she was going to pass away soon. But you robbed the burial account, like all the funeral money that they saved up. You stole it to use for your own pleasures. Maybe it's a drug habit. I don't know. Or maybe you just used it to buy yourself some new shoes or clothes or gave the money away. I don't know. And you're, you're fearful about this. Being afraid and being stuck is not going to help you even if you want to give that money back. You know? You may want to pay them back, but you can't being stuck and, and, and living in a situation where then these people come back and threaten you and say, well, you did this and you did that. Your life is over. No, you can have forgiveness. You can change. You can be a better person. You know, but you know, if they find out that you did this, it could ruin your life. So what you do is you envision yourself this person that was going to do harm to you or expose you. And you envision them this like disappearing, like becoming a monk. That's just an example, because that would be you find what would relax with for you, whatever that is. Okay, so for me. It's somebody getting far, far away and becoming spiritual and just hearing God's word and knowing that they need to leave me alone. So I picture them sitting somewhere with the monks, looking at the mountains in the garments, you know, the bald head, and they're just sitting there and they're, they don't care about me. And they're never, ever coming back to America. That's just one step. Or you picture yourself like, driving away finally the court case is over like you won and you're just you you embrace that feeling like that excitement like damn i'm free like i'm on the highway i got my windows rolled down and i'm just driving and the wind's blowing in my face and i'm free from these shackles like i can't believe it like literally last week these people said they were gonna do this to me and now they said bye peace out or i told them i'm leaving and they didn't even care They were just like, all right, whatever, like, bye. Like, they didn't even care. Or, I mean, there's so many different ways, but you just find that end result that you want. And if you can't see the big picture of the end result, find one that's a little bit closer to you. Like, if you can't picture yourself completely free from a situation, then picture yourself, picture a person or situation 
not focused on you anymore and how that would feel. Like, or just picture them losing your phone number or something like that. there's, there's, There's so many ways, but that's the law of attraction. That's called manifesting. That's creating. These are just the first steps. Of course, you have to create a plan and things like that. And of course, miracles can happen. Supernatural things can happen. But you slowly start taking step by step and knowing the first step is knowing that you are not bound and there's always a way out. Okay, I've heard of situations where, man, okay, this is this this is a while back. Okay, this is me using the law of attraction a while back. A while back, I could not pay my rent. This was a while back, and I'm like, I even asked the people, "Can you, um, can you like give me an extension?" And they had already given me an extension a while back. So I'm literally like freaking out, like crying because that's my thing. <laughs> I'm always crying. I'm like, what am I going to do? God, please help me. Like, I need a miracle. And for some reason, and I always have this conversation with God. And I'm like, why do you wait till last minute? Like, seriously, like, like, can I know like two weeks in advance? Like, no, literally God is like the day before he comes in, you know, like never when I want to, but like right on time, you know? But during that time, I'm like stressing out, crying, thinking my life's over, you know what I mean? And while I could have just been like relaxing and chilling this whole time because knowing God was going to come through. But so different occasion, different times. But using the law of attraction, I just, um, this, this, the lady who, who, who worked at the, um, well, two, I mean, situations always, great things always happen to me last minute, even though I do freak out in between. But, okay, so this one time, um, the lady at the um, apartment complex was not nice. Like, she was just like, no, you need to pay it. You're going to get a late fee. Plus, you are going to, um, yeah, you, you'll get an eviction if you don't pay by this and this date. So... I, of course, freaked out because I'm like, this is not fair. Like, my life is like this because of stupid circumstances in my life. It's not fair. And I, it's not my fault. I'm sitting here. I mean, it is a little bit. We all have whatever. But, and this lady said no. So every time I saw her, first I was like angry at this lady. Like, every time I saw her, I was just like, oh, I hate this lady. Like, I wish, like she some like she would just lose her job and like she's a bitch like I was just thinking all this stuff like how does she like look at me when I walk by by the office like how can she do this to one human being another like I felt so horrible so what I started doing I was like okay this can't be right this this is negative freaking energy so I started changing the way that I thought about her like I was like oh wow okay she is probably a nice lady like I don't know her but she could be nice and she could, you know, help me out somehow, you know? And I would just, like, envision, hold that vibration, that positive vibration for a little bit. And I swear, like, I was um, on the phone with my sister. I even got to a point where I was, like, yelling at my family because I'm like, this is serious. Like, I don't know. I was just, like, so frustrated. And Because I don't like when things are late. And I don't like to be in situations that... I have no control over and this time I had no control over being late so 
Um, I didn't know what to do, so I had my mom call them or what whatnot. I don't know why. Like, what, she's not, it's not even her lease. Like, I don't even know. So I had my mom call them and just ask, like, what possibilities there are. And this lady, mind you, she already knows me. I already talked to her and she said no. So then I, like, yell at my mom. I hang up on her. And that was wrong. Obviously, I apologize after. But I was just mad. Oh, yeah, no, I was mad at my mom because she was trying to tell me at that time I need to move somewhere, like, cheaper. And I'm like, I'm not moving somewhere cheaper because this is not my fault. Because another situation happened in my life that caused me not to be able to pay uh, rent um, for that time, which I'm not going to get into right now. And I was like, this is not my fault. And no, I'm not moving somewhere because... That's not me. I deserve a luxurious life because I've worked freaking hard to be where I am today. But and I just got really upset when my mom tried to tell me like where I need need to live like and it's like somewhere way cheaper. So I just told her I just went off and it was wrong. I went off and I was just like, this is I'm here because of you guys. You have me at 15 years old. You know, I had to struggle, blah, blah, blah. And I just like I was like crying on the phone. I was just I just freaked out. Then I just I even hung up on my mom. And then I end up calling my sister and I was talking to her. And then my sister was like, um, I was just talking to her. And then like my mom was calling me back and I'm like, and I was telling my sister, I was like, man, I know God's going to take care of this situation. I know. I said, he always does. Like, I told her, I was like, um, I was, I told her, like, I was having faith at that moment. I was like, remember that time where I, where I needed money for something to pay a bill or something? And it was cutting close. And I ended up re- having to return something at a store to get my money back. And that still wouldn't have been enough, but I did it. And when I returned it, the gro- the, the store, whatever, I don't know if it was grocery or, or department store, but that department store ended up giving me three times. So I needed like $400 and I returned something for $100. The person made a mistake, impressed, return, 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 return four times for me. And then I was like, what the heck? So I went home and I was like, is this, I didn't know until I got home. And I was like, oh, great. At least I returned this for $100. And I saw $400 in there. And I was like, like, I even called um, afterwards because I was scared. And I was like, and they were like, no, we don't see anything on our end. And I'm like, what? And that happened to me multiple times. So I'm just saying miracles can happen. So anyways, so I'm telling my sister, I'm like reminding her while I'm like crying. I'm like, do you remember when I didn't have this and this? I was like, I know God's going to take care of me. <laughs> I'm just like crying. And also my mom calls me back and I'm like, I don't want to talk to her. And my sister's like, you should call, you should answer. It's like, what if she has some good news and I'm like whatever I told her I said I'll call you back and I ended up picking up the phone and my mom was like oh um I talked to your apartment complex and the manager so-and-so she said that um you um they are gonna give you um uh they're gonna help you out she said that for the next two months you don't have to pay um um rent until you're able to basically i have two months she was like you have two months to pay 
whenever you can. So if you want to pay $50 today, you can. If you want to pay $100 next week, you can. If you want to pay $300, they don't care. They're giving you 60 days for the next two months to pay rent with no late fees. And I was like, what? So then I started laughing and I was like, okay. I was like, I asked my mom, I was like, is this the same lady? Like the same lady that I was wishing all this like evilness to that did not want to help me. All of a sudden she had a change of heart because I manifested this and I prayed that her, that she would have like a soft heart towards me. And all of a sudden, not only is she going to allow me to pay my rent, late rent, she's giving me two freaking months. And prior to that, I was telling, manifesting, saying it's not fair. I was like, I don't have a rich uncle that I can move into and just live there for like six months and save up. I was like, I want to live. I want to feel how it feels to not have to pay my rent and I can save up. And then this happened. So miracles, I have so many things that have happened to me. And that's why I'm just like excited to manifest I just have to find the time to explain them. I'm saying, so I know that the universe has your back. All you have to do is take the first step and move. You have to move. Faith without works is dead. You can have as much faith as you want to, but by just like sitting there and not doing anything, like it's not going to work. You have to actually move energy into motion to create something whether it's if you're moving your body for your heart to feel something to create something if that makes sense okay um wow i didn't expect it to go from here to there but um i hope you got something out of this And I hope that you don't let fear hold you back. Because fear is an imprisonment and it's false evidence appearing real. Most likely you're afraid of something that's not even true. Right? Because a lot of times we put barriers around ourselves and imprison ourselves for situations that's not true. Saying like, I'm not going to do this because if I do this, this person is going to do X, Y, Z. And that person ain't going to do shit because that person's not even thinking about you. Or you think that person's going to be mean to you, but that person cares about you. Or you think that person's going to laugh at you, but really they want to help you. It's like, stop putting these negative, disillusional thoughts in your mind. Like these negative thoughts. You are the one who can change your thoughts to positive thoughts. And I want to work more with you guys on how to start developing positive thoughts that can reach no that can lead you and bump you up to reach higher levels in life all right all right so there i go again 43 minutes i'm like okay this is only gonna be a 15 minute podcast it ends up being 43 minutes all right love you guys bye